So today is Sunday, 10th January through 30th January. Um, it's our 21 days Daniel fast. Uh, please join with us in this prayer and fasting. Every one of you watching, you know, from wherever you are, your homes, Victory Faith Church members. If you have not come for some time, register by Monday, 8 a.m. I'm told you have to do it early in the morning. If you've not come here for, for some time, Victor Faith Church member, don't get so comfortable. Come over here. And we, we shall enjoy being in the presence of God in his sanctuary. I know it's good to be out there. It's wonderful. But he wants us to, he wants you to come and enjoy his presence from his sanctuary. So uh, register, I'm told you have to do it early. And we are believing for several things to to change as we go on in this year. And then, therefore, join with us you know, in this beginning of 2021. In Daniel chapter 10, and we call it a Daniel fast, in Daniel, Daniel chapter 10, verse 2 and 3, it says, In those days I, Daniel, was mourning through full weeks. I ate no pleasant food, no meat or wine came into my mouth, uh, nor did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Uh, there's one version, I think it's the message, I don't know which version that they say, I didn't bathe uh, for all those three weeks. I say, please, please, no. No, 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 please. I think it's the New Living Translation or something. You can check out. I thought, no, 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 no. Church members, please be showering. <laughs> During the Daniel fast. <laughs> And anoint yourself with oil. Do you remember Jesus, what he said? You anoint yourself with oil and let your fast be known by your heavenly father. And he who sees in secret shall reward you openly. And remember this morning, uh, all of you watching online, Victory Faith Church members and anyone watching online, this is our holy communion service. We have a pre-packed, Holy Communion elements. So please, if you are the house, you can prepare yourself so that towards the end of the service, we shall receive the Holy Communion together. I think, and I'm not just thinking, I just know this is very important for us to be able to do this in the beginning of this fast and also beginning of this year. Those watching online, please prepare your Holy Communion elements that you may partake of it together towards the end of this service. Now continue about with uh, Daniel first. If this is your first time, welcome and participate fully. It's a Daniel fast that we take plenty of water, eat vegetables and fruits. Uh, we don't eat meat or drink tea or any caffeinated drink or sodas. However, I'll say however, this is a general view, but I want you to think in terms of what will be a true fast to you. I'm not going to put any shackle on you. You know, you've ever heard people say that there are two, can, two people that you can lie to? God and yourself. You will know what sacrifice you're making. You'll know what your sacrifice you're making before the Lord. But I really, you, you know your heart and what you ought to give, so that, to give up so that you may have a more focused time in the word and prayer, as I spoke last week concerning uh, focusing on the Lord. Take this time seriously. You have been given prayer and fasting guides. Uh, please, if you can change, somewhere it's written prayer and fasting handout. It's a prayer and fasting guide. So if 
you haven't received, you can raise up your hand and the ashes will see your hand and give it to you. Anyone needing a prayer and fasting guide anywhere in the house? Uh, okay, there's someone over here. And, and those ones at home, we have it on a, uh, online, Victory Faith Church website. And every one of you, actually, you can download it. You can download your copy or save it on your phone or whatever pad you use or <laughs> Samsung, iPad, all of those, all those. You can have them on your tablet and then uh, we can be able to follow as we pray during this 21 days fast. Again, it's a guide. It's a guide. It's to guide you. But going to those scriptures, we've done that on purpose. We've made those prayers on purpose. It's not just, oh, I think this prayer is good. It's prayer, listening to the Holy Spirit to be able to put on that, uh, on that guide. So during this time of the fast, we will have, we'll not have care fellowships on Fridays, but we'll be meeting here on Wednesdays and Fridays at 6 o'clock for prayer. It's such a time to be able to do that. And all support team, uh, prayer meeting, I think we are, you'll, ha- you'll hear it being announced towards the end of this service. Our schedule for this coming Saturday, I think I've found it um, important not to have it at this time. Because, and, and to have it at a certain, at a later date, because on Wednesdays, we, we, Wednesday will be here, on Friday we'll be here, and then waking up again at 6.30 in the morning, I mean to be here, I think we can be able to have it at a later, later date. So be, be aware of that, that we will not have it during this coming Saturday. Hallelujah. Do you have your prayer and fasting guide ready? So my teaching notes today. So it's 21 days prayer and fasting guide, not handout. So we'll change, we'll change that online, but you've already received a hard copy. It remains that way. The voice of the Lord is powerful. That's Psalm 29. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Say, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The Bible talks about Jesus, the head of the church, that his voice is like the sound of many waters. Have you ever, have you ever slept at a, you know, maybe at a hotel or if you have a land near the beach or if you have a beach plot? Have you ever sat, you know, uh, slept there overnight? And at night when you hear those waters, when it's all quiet out somewhere uh, around, and then the ocean roaring. The Bible says the voice of our Lord Jesus Christ is like the sound of many waters. Ooh. I don't know about you, but I use my faith at night if I'm having to sleep in such a place. I use my faith at night. I fear no evil. I fear no waters. I fear nothing. Walls. The voice of the Lord is powerful than that. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Go read Psalm 29 in your own time. And again, Happy New Year for those uh, joining us for the first time this year. We can shout aloud, as we've done in the beginning of this service, 
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Psalm 103 verse 2, we give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. That is Psalm 118 verse 1. This should be our song and confession no matter how things are in this world. Because Jesus said, we are in this world, but not of this world. Can you say it? I am in this world, but not of this world. How wonderful. How wonderful. We are not of this world. He overcame the world and deprived it of power to harm us and conquered it for us. Hallelujah. There is no weapon formed against us that shall prosper. All these are God's promises to us and none of them is without power. The word is the truth. So when we see things differently from what the promises of God say to us, and we know that God does not change, then we need to ask ourselves why it is so. Do you go to a place, to your life, and I mean, in your own time, do you reflect this? Why is it so? Why is it so? What do you do? I change, I'm going to change my life to align myself with the word of God. God is faithful. Say it. God is faithful. Say it. God is faithful. That's his name. He's faithful. Right now, God is faithful to keep his word, sorry. God is faithful to keep his word in all generations. You and I are supposed to change by renewing our minds according to the word of God that we may see the reality of God's promises in our generation. Listen, after salvation, after you have made that confession to coming into the kingdom of God, the next thing to do is to renew your mind according to the word of God. All of us came with a worldly thinking concerning the kingdom of God. We have no idea. We are controlled by the devil. Ephesians chapter 2 talks about that. But when we come into the kingdom of God, we must renew our minds according to the word of God so that we may, the, the Bible says that we may prove in, in Romans 12 verse 2, that we may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We must renew our minds according to the word of God. Growth. In Christianity, don't answer back, it's not Pastor JB, you understand? But you can, that's okay, growth. <laughs> Without change is impossible. So what is that change that comes in? It's growth in Christianity comes in as we renew our minds and have the godly or heavenly perspective concerning things. We renew our minds according to the word of God. Immaturity is the, the unrenewed mind influenced by, the, by carnality, by the thinking of this world. So God is faithful to keep his word in all generations. You and I are supposed to change by renewing our minds according to the word of God, that we may see the reality of God's promises in our generation. Right now, church, 
the state of the church of Christ in this nation. I'm saying it for this nation, but I know for the nation, for the nations of the world. The state of the church of Christ in this nation needs to change to align herself with God's promises. As believers in Christ, born again, as the word of God calls us, we must desire, desire to see the promises of God being full in our generation. Do you know actually what church is? Born again people. According to Romans 10, 9 and 10. Not religion. Not because we call ourselves Christian. Actually, before you asked me, 1996, you know, I gave my life to Christ on 17th, June 1996. If you had asked me, well, who are you? What religion are you? And I said, I'm Christian. I could have said probably the slurred speech because of drink. I'm Christian. I'm with devils. But I wasn't a Christian. I was a son of the devil. So Christianity is not coming to church. And if you are attending Victory Faith Church and you say I'm a Christian and you are not born again, you need to be born again today. So when I'm talking about the church, forget about religion. Anyone who is not born again is not a church member of the body or is not a member of the body of Christ. They're religious. But Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is based on a person of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who was raised uh, from the dead by the power of God. And everyone who has believed is born again. They have, they have hope of eternity. That when we leave this earth, we'll go home to be with the Lord forever and ever. That's who are Christians. So when I'm talking about church, please understand that. The word Ecclesia is called out once. That's the name of the, the, the called, out, or called out ones. We are called from the world into the kingdom of God. Because I know we professed uh, 80% of us in this nation, we are Christians. We are? Who said that? We aren't. Won't be having the corruption that we have experienced in this nation if 80% of us were Christians. We aren't. 80% are religious but thank God in the midst of us there is a church. And the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he's rising up. And he's rising up. And he's rising up. And he's rising up. And as we go to the end, at the end of this age, it will be evident that there is a church of the living God on this earth. You better be ready. Pastor, you're preaching today, Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have what we are facing in this nation. And sometimes even the so-called called Christian organization, they are corrupt. That's not God. That's not God. That's not people of God. Praise God forever. Right now, then, uh, let me go to the sec sec second uh, sentence. You are seeing where we are? So you have my notes, all of them today. So if you read before, you don't know what I'm going to say. Just follow me. Don't go to the end and then you put yourself, I'm through. I know what he's going to say anyway. No. 
As believers in Christ, born again as the word of God calls us, we must desire to see the promises of God fulfilled in our generation. The church is not standing in a rightful place in this nation. She does not have a voice. That's the reality of it. And you know what? Can I tell you something, church? That's not because of the government. I'll tell you ahead of time. That's not because of the government. You remember Daniel in Babylon? Do you remember Joseph in, in, in Egypt? So it's not the government. However, we are called to choose righteous leaders. It's not the government. It's not the problem of the government, by the way. The Bible talks about Jesus. He said the, the, the government shall be what? On his shoulders. So there's a greater government. And that's the kingdom of God. So it's not the government. So the church cannot say it's because of the president. No. In First Timothy chapter 2, we are commanded to pray for the president. We are, pray, we are we're the one who elects, elects them. So it's not because of the government. There are so many things that we are going to see. It's not because of that. If the church having no voice is not because of the government. Listen, we, we read John chapter 9 some, some weeks ago about that man who was blind and was healed. If you have evidence and you have proofs infallible proofs, results, then the government cannot deny it. They cannot deny it. It's an unmistakable results. You think the government will deny that? And you know why the church has been left out in so many instances? That's why we still meet for one and a half hours and our children are in school full day. And they come back to us. Ha ha ha. You're still here or you left. So it's not the government. It's born again believers. But I've got hope. I've got faith. Do you know why? Do you know why I believe that? That there'll be more manifestation of the glory of God than you've ever seen in any generation. Because Christ in us, the hope of glory. So you need to be saying that. Christ is in me. Lord, I'm not seeing as I should, but I thank you because I have the hope in me. As long as I have this Christ in me, I have that hope of the manifestation of the glory of God upon my life and the glory of God upon my nation and to see the church rising up and having a voice in this nation. The government of the time, in, in, I mean the, the, the Egyptians, Pharaoh could not stop Joseph. They could not stop Daniel. They said, we need a man like this. 
That's why you need divine positioning for a change that we need to see in our lives and to see in our nation. Ah. Hallelujah. She does not have a voice that will influence the state of our nation. I almost look at her as the state of the people of God, Israelites, when they had been taken to captivity in Babylon. Listen to this. They had the promises of God. They belonged to the God of Abraham. Yet, there are no evidence that had been taken to captivity. Can I introduce you to the God of Abraham a little bit? Here he comes, he goes to, in, in Genesis chapter 20, uh, to Abimelech, and uh, he tells his wife, amazing, uh, Sarah even at 90, she was so beautiful, that, that, that Abraham had really to try to disguise that it was not his uh, wife, but his sister, because she was still so beautiful that he could have lost his life, so he thought. Ladies? You better be, believe in God at a hundred, a ninety. Don't ever be saying that I'm fifty and you know, you know, I turn fifty and my my meat kind of my flesh kind of is dropping. No, 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 no. Go to the scripture you see of Abraham. Find out what the word of God say and say I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of His mind. Every flesh of mine is firm. I'm the daughter of Sarah. I thought ladies are going to say, Amen, Pastor. (laughs) But it's a bad confession, actually. Don't talk negative about your body. Call those things that be not as though they are. Don't. Don't talk anything negative about your body. You're, you're, You're activating the negativity. You're activating the curse. You should not do that. But then, they got in there, at the palace, and Sarah was put in a certain, another place, and they say, she's my, he said, she's my sister. The Bible says that night, during that time, God of Israel, God of Abraham, appeared to Abimelech. He said, behold, you are a dead man. That's, that's the one I want. Would you walk in righteousness as, as a person knowing the God of Abraham until if even your boss does something that is not right, God appears to him in a dream. And he doesn't know the Lord. Don't tamper with my daughter. Don't try anything concerning my son. That's mine own. That's God of Abraham. He's never changed people. And the Bible says that everything now in your Palace is, is uh, everything is barren. You need to let this wife, his wife, go to, to him, and that man is a prophet. That's what the Bible says. He'll pray for you. And Abimelech did exactly that. That's the God of Abraham. But look at this. In captivity, they had the God of Abraham, but their great deliverer, But because of their sins and rebellion against him, they lived in captivity and in conditions worse than the nations without God. That's sad. That's sad. That's sad for the church to ever come to such a place. 
that we are around as if God doesn't exist. If God be God, Elijah told the children of Israel, if God be God, you serve him. You, you can't be between two, two. Baal, if Baal be ba- God, we'll serve him. If God be God, we serve him. Talking about God of Israel. And there has to be a distinction between those who don't serve God and them that serve God. I do know that we are in a place in this nation that as the people of God, if we do not humble ourselves and pray honestly for the will of God in this nation, listen to this, very dark times may be ahead of us. Very dark times may be ahead of us. Mark that. Mark that. What we have known as freedom of worship may possibly be completely taken away from the church. This pandemic, uh, COVID-19, has exposed some of the things that the devil wants to happen to the body of Christ, the church. And it's being that way. And you must not be looking at someone else. You must look at yourself. Are you standing in that place of influence? You may be thinking, the church in Kenya. Yes, I know that. But as an individual, in your place of work, is there really influence? Christ do they even know you're born again do you partake of bribes do they even know this is the message of hope But you know it comes to a place that you have to face reality. Or else you'll continue living like things are are okay and they're not okay. Right now the the things are not okay in in the church of Christ, in this nation. They're not people. If they were actually and look at this, if they were okay, the whole world, the whole world, let's look at this. The churches could not have been closed in March. Why? Can you think of closing uh, the ministry of Jesus because there's a pandemic? Peter, we want to go to, to see around Sea of Galilee. There's a pandemic, COVID-00. Remember he lived in that time, 00 or AD 01, or AD 33. COVID 33. Can you imagine of that? Jesus said, now we can do that. We don't want to catch flu across the lake. Would you think of Jesus doing that? Come on now, only Elder Francis. Do you think of Jesus doing that? Or you find him when I see you, I can't come tonight. 
Peter, you need to go. No, 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 no. Listen, we are Christians. Christ-like. Body of Christ. We ought to have been told that you are essential what? Servant. You you offer essential service, so church, there's no way we'll close you. But that didn't happen. There's something wrong with that. Read about John G. Lake in South Africa. The the turn of the century, 1900s. What you do. You may say, like, I think that's for pastors. No, that's for members of the body. That's for every believer. Am I part of that? Yes. Yes. I should have. I should be. That's why the Lord has been waking me up. And I want to wake you up. That you don't accept things to continue the way they have been continuing. Or the way they have been. This pandemic, COVID-19, has exposed some of the things that the devil wants to happen to the body of Christ, the church. The archic enemy, the arch enemy of the church. The devil is not playing games, but is serious in his assignment of stealing, killing, and destroying anything associated with righteousness. That's why you find, unfortunately, even the church, even believers, we, we are divided uh, because of our political stance. That's not God. That's not God. You look at the world right now, and Christ, I'm talking about the Christendom, over the nations, that they div- they've been divided for months because of President Trump and uh, Joe Biden. So who's who? Who's supposed to know? Who's supposed to be the light of the world? Who's supposed to be knowing between evil and and good? Do you know why that is? It's because lies of the enemy have been accepted by the truth and the church is listening more to the news media. To be taught by the world than to be taught the word of God because they criticize the men of God. They can be taught by the world, but they have no thing, they don't want anything to be taught the word of God. Brethren, sisters, (laughs) that ought not to be so. Who's teaching you? Who's teaching your children? What values have they been put into the children? Years ago, I wondered. I thought, God, how can this be that someone can go to a site and blew himself off and and kill like a hundred people? How can that be? What is this? For years I had not known until many years ago, I, I, I got to read 
an article, and I saw actually it was as a result of belief system through indoctrination. And that's exactly what the devil has been doing to the church, to indoctrinate the church to believe his lies. Who's teaching your children? Do you know what they are learning? They are told in our generation, they say they have another gender, which is not known. Is it male? Is it female? We don't know. So instead of saying even a man, we can say a woman or a woman. That's madness. That's madness. That you can choose to go to the washroom wherever you want to. People, let me tell you something. Because we are the body of Christ, but in Africa, this is what happened. When those things, you start seeing them happening out there, they're coming stronger and stronger. If we don't rise up against wickedness and call for a revival and a renewal in our nation, that will dispel darkness. It's no longer the same. I do believe as we have just begun the, 2021, the year 2021, we should honestly call upon the name of the Lord and spend, some, spend time in his presence praying and fasting for his mercy upon the church in this nation. This will be putting away what we value in our day-to-day busy schedules and purposing to take time to read the word, pray, and seek the Lord for his mercy upon our nation. For a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of the Father. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Church, we have to. A sandwich is not worth the glory of God. Onyamachoma, we like that. <laughs> Esau just sent, a, sent away his inheritance because of a bowl of beans or something. <laughs> Adam sold us to the devil because of a certain fruit. I don't know how delicious any fruit can, can you can sell the whole generation. <laughs> thousands, thousands, and millions and billions going, have gone to hell because of a fruit. However, we value the word. We value the re- living word of God. We value this time with us praying out for the will of God in this nation. Let me go a little bit faster. A real sense in my heart that this praying and fasting should be honest and heartfelt, probably more than all the fasts you and I have ever had in the past. I sense an urgency of laying hold of God's will for our generation. This is because we need restoration. Say restoration. We need restoration of the voice of the church of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, in this nation. That's big. Oh, brethren, we're in a critical time that we need God to rise within us. And that's the big word. Influence our nation for righteousness. 
Influence our nation for righteousness. Influence your place of work for righteousness. Influence your business for righteousness. Influence whatever you've been called for righteousness. Right now, we are not far from the next general elections. And therefore, we, before we get to them, we need to have taken our rightful place in the spirit. That shouldn't be capital S, but that's the spirit, that's position, and that's the realm. In the spirit as the church for godliness to prevail over our nation. We need to stand in that place of authority. Having been raised with Christ far above all principality and power and dominion and might. We need to stand in that position before the coming general elections. It's a critical hour that if we know the voice of the great shepherd, Jesus our Lord, the head of the church, then take these 21 days of prayer and fasting with much sensitivity to the Holy Spirit and pray out the will of heaven. I pray that you get into the word and pray in the Holy Ghost. Get into the word of God during this time and set that time And listen to God to help us in this nation. I do believe that there is much time that we need to take in the presence of the Lord. I'll be sharing some things on Wednesdays, Brother Francis, and and most likely some few few of the leaders. It's just, I do believe that there is much time we need to take in the presence of the Lord, repenting of our sins and that of the church in this nation. We do not want to see great apostasy apostasy in our nation, in our generation. Instead, say instead, we want to see the glory of God. That's you and I. We ought to see the glory of God influencing our whole generation and many to come. You know, we have people who have grown up in this church. You know, they were little children from the time people like Yvonne, I remember Yvonne. Isn't it wonderful that you can still see her in church, passionate for the Lord Jesus Christ? Terry Karanja, you know, they've grown up in church and, and many others now. They've become uh, the coaches. I call them the Philippians. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> but, but, but just to see uh, many others that have, are growing up in church. People and money. We want faith growing within you. Faith. Not victory, faith, religion. We don't have any religion here. We have Christ alive, raised from the dead, but then seeing up the next generation, laying hold of the word of faith and the glory of God and raising the dead. And influencing every sphere of the seven mountains of influence with Christ. But it will take us. Actually, the Bible says that when we, we, we humble ourselves in that, it says that we shall, uh, we shall, oh, I'll go into it later, but it's in uh, Isaiah 58 that is the repair of the breach of many generations. That's what will happen. But we need to take our rightful place. In the spirit. We need to take our rightful place. In the spirit. For the glory of God. We sit seeing in our generation. May the Lord lead you in making supplications. 
prayers and intercessions during this period. I really pray for that, to be, for you to be led by the Holy Spirit. I've cried sometimes before the Lord because of things that I know ought not to be the way they are. And it's amazing I no longer do it for myself. Really, thinking about my, my needs? No, no. It's more of a God for the sake of the church, for the sake of the body of Christ, for the sake of the next generation. For the next, next generation, what will happen? The next generation. I remember the first time I encountered this ministry, I was 20, 24. This past week I turned 48. So you can think of years are going fast. Now I used to see others, the ones speaking, and I'm, I used to think they were old in their 40s. But I'm just about to turn 50, and I'm not old. If you think I am, you are wrong. Really. But it's amazing, people. People like Yvonne and those people of mine and, and Eric. It's amazing. Within a short time, within a short time, you'll be turning 50. Within a short time, whether Marlene believes it or not, you'll be turning 50. Within a short time, Brother Francis and the rest of us, we're turning 80s. Do you see how deceiving can be just to be thinking of just food we eat, clothes we wear? My kaplot, like Brother Francis calls it. Kaplot, you know, in Ruai, kaplot in Kamulu, kaplot, you know, across Naivasha. You know, can, can you think if you just think about that? The God of Abraham is the God of prosperity. is the God of the blessing. But listen, there is the functioning of the kingdom of God. And if we seek him first, we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He says, all these things shall be added to us. Church, I'm passionate about this. And I'm not just doing it in public. I'm passionate in prayer. I'm passionate in my own thoughts concerning God. He's the will of God. And I don't want you to get into 2021 and just go through it. There's so many blessings that God has spoken. We have, a, we have an apostle of this ministry, uh, uh, Dr. Jerry Saville, speaking of abundant overflow. But do you know what we are doing? Actually, the Bible takes about, we're going deeper. That you may see it flourishing. The tallest building in the city has depth. You always have to think this, that we rise up. Oh, before you rise up, if can I have ashes, please, and so that I want us to make this prayer as we partake of Holy Communion. Somehow, sometimes I, I not, not as a rule, but I like, you know, taking Holy Communion, especially, you know, corporate, partaking of Holy Communion, standing. Bible text in the book of Exodus, they, they were in readiness to exit, to exit a, a house of, oh no, a land of bondage into the promises of God. Amen. We just believe this as we partake of this Holy Communion this morning. Every one of you doing it at home, please get ready if you haven't quickly. But I said, Pastor, what should I use? You can use rebel, you can use juice, whatever you have. Do it before the Lord. And, and what about 
use a piece of bread. That's fine. Run to the kitchen quickly. We're about to. Now look at this. We believe as we partake of this Holy Communion today. It's what is going to happen. That we are declaring as members of the body of Christ that there has to be a new beginning in our nation. That crossing from like the, the, the Egyptians, the, the Israelites were in Egypt, they cross over into things that God has in, are in store for them, that we start experiencing that. And as we humble ourselves before the Lord during these 21 days of prayer and fasting, that there may be a shift, a shift in the spirit concerning his body in this nation. Pick up the prayer guide, please. It's so easy to hold this one. Don't unravel it all at a go. There's a bread up there. And then there is his blood. Let's pray this one out together this, for this week. Are you there? You have it? Let's say, Father, by your mercies, I present my body dedicating all of myself as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to you, which is my rational act of worship. I do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but I let you transform me into a new person by changing the way I think. I want to learn to know your will for me, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I freely admit that I have sinned and therefore confess my sins, knowing that you are faithful and just to forgive my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness, my wrongdoing, and everything not in conformity with your will and purpose in my life. I ask you, Father, for the help of your Holy Spirit in receiving your plans purposes, thoughts, and utterances for my life. You are charging this nation and all that you desire for me to speak. May your will be done in the church in Kenya as it is in heaven. Thank you for your mercy and grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Just lift up his body. Come on, let me help, man. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Jesus, our Lord, the head of the church. On the same night in which you are betrayed, you took bread. And when you had given thanks, you broke it. Thank you, our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for paying the price for us. Doing all for us. That we may walk in liberty. That we may be your voice on earth. As you are our voice in heaven. You are our advocate. You are our intercessor in heaven. 
And we are your voice on this earth. We're supposed to be your voice on this earth. Father in heaven, thank you for the broken body of your son Jesus Christ, which is broken for us. You yourself, our Lord, bore our sins in your own body on the tree. That us being dead to sins might live for righteousness. Might live for righteousness. The righteousness in us may influence the affairs of the nation, of this nation. Oh, Lord Jesus, we partake of your body in remembrance of you. That you are not just a king, but you are the king of kings. You are not just the Lord, you are the Lord of laws. And we open our hearts for strength as we pray these 21 days, praying and fasting. Help us, help us. Thank you for your body. Partake of it. Slowly with that prepack. It's a bit tight over here. In the same manner. In the same manner. He also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Jesus Thank you for your blood. Your blood has redeemed us from the curse. Has redeemed us from the system of the world. And brought us into the very kingdom of God. And as we partake of your blood. We plead the blood of Jesus over our nation. That we overcome the devil and all his strategies against the church by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And we love not our lives even to the death. Cleanse us. Cleanse us as your people all over this nation. All the church in this nation. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we thank you for the power that is in the blood. We partake of it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just thank him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For strength. For strength. For strength. For strength. For righteousness rising within us. For righteousness rising within us and influencing our society and influencing our communities and influencing our nation. Oh, Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for Christ in us, the hope of glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you. Glory, 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 glory.